Yo, what the fuck? Oh. What the fuck? Okay, he's saying what the fuck. Probably. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to There's No Crying in Baseball, an AFL podcast with your hosts, Avril Chestnut. And I'm Anne Chestnut. And we are done. Finished. That's me wiping my hand. Uh, wiping my hands? Brushing away the... That's brushing it, away. Brushing away the grass. Done and dusted was our first, our second, ep- our first round episode. Yeah, name, that's title. right. Done and dusted, the first one. So, uh, yes, done and dusted. 2.0. The return of done and dusted. Whoa, man. Uh, did we name this round? We so haven't named it. Final round maybe seven. Maybe we should name it Grass is Important again. Mm. What do you think? Grass is really, really important this yeah. round. All right. The f- I just called it the final round. How boring. The final countdown? The final countdown. Beautiful. Oh. I could do that into a microphone all day long. Well, look. Or the Beverly Hills Cop uh, theme. <laughs> I don't know that. Do, 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 do. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, that was... That was such a bad was, version. That was bad. That was a bad version. Um, Let me actually read my notes. Okay. Oh, well, let's... <laughs> okay. Do you know what the first thing I thought I was like, well, what... It feels like the season has gone... I know we were talking about quick it's gone, but it was actually... I felt like we've had a full... Like, it's been a full season. I thought, how would we feel at the end of seven weeks and it actually feel like we've been satisfied with, with football. Yeah. Well, you know, fever. as a, as a fan, I don't, I don't watch a lot as, as a Swans fan. I watch the Swans games and I watch a few other games, but I don't think I've ever sat down and watched uh, the, my maximum per round for any AFL season would be four or five. Like, mm. and we've been watching basically four Every single every single week, yeah, and it doesn't sound like I don't know. It didn't sound like feel. Like, it wasn't an effort because I really enjoyed it. But yeah, I felt like it felt like a it good felt like a full, full season. season. Like it didn't feel short. I was worried that yeah. because I'm like seven games or seven sorry seven rounds, it's going to feel short. But it didn't. It felt really full, and they did a good uh, an excellent job. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be. A lot of people are already talking about being really. Sad that it's over and it was really special. Mm. Mm. Um, the other thing I thought about at the end of it was how much better the games got. As it went along? As it went along. Yeah, there was a the lot of skills just skill- improved tenfold. Yeah. Every team. I, don't th- I mean, even though there were some teams that obviously weren't as hot as the others. Fast learners. And I anticipate that next, next year we'll bring it, we'll it's- just completely more people will go to the like the tryouts and that kind of jazz sorry your glasses are crooked I'm just going to adjust them because it's going to kill me the whole the whole time I'll just take them off that's a great idea okay, <laughs> okay I'm good there we go what were we talking about again <laughs> oh the talent pool will be much wider even from one year of people watching how fun it looked as a as a sports player and you know how good it is the sort of coverage it had I think will be encouraging to lots of other people not that that's just it'll be taken 
Seriously, I mean, it, and I feel like it has overall. Yeah, yeah. Okay, why don't we talk about news? Do you want to go off first? The big news, big leading news. Well, uh, as as I'm sure everyone knows now, we've got the the. Well, maybe not. Well, you would have hoped you'd watched all the well, not watched all the games, but at least caught up on the news. Um, our sound recordist is choking. Hang on a second. He's going to. He's going away to he's cough. coughing. Bless. Oh, leaving the room to cough. So polite. <laughs> he drank his tea too his quick. Chai too quickly. Delicious chai. Anyway, Brisbane Lions are the winners of the overall season. I they suppose. are the minor oh, premiers. The minor premiers. That's the word I'm looking for. And uh, <laughs> so they've we they've known for at least two weeks that they're playing. It's going to be a home grand final for Brisbane Lions. Yes. Uh, the the Adelaide Crows are going to go to Brisbane and play them. Hurrah! Uh, woo. woo woo! We won't get into it too much. We're just going to talk about the about the, the Quick. controversy. Well, go on, talk about the controversy. Controversy. The game, the grand final, will not be played at the Brisbane Lions' home ground, which no. is the Gabba. Well. The Gabba as as far as is making the, it the grander the grander choice the for the Lions. grand final. Yeah. yeah, the Lions home ground because they've been playing at Sports Pines. Sports Pines? South Pines. South Pines Sports Complex, that's it. South Pines, Shady Pines, drinking a whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> They're not doing that. No. Um, well, they might, na- they might later. Yeah. So that's always been the plan. Well, so, so they thought. The... They've come out and said they cannot play at the Gabba, they being the Gabba, the Gabba. itself, not the AFL. <laughs> it's the people that own the Gabba. Queensland, um, Queensland Stadiums. Stadiums Queensland is the Stadiums. name of the company. Yep. Cannot play on there because the turf is like a patchy, patchy man beard. I think, but I think it's to do with the, not just the Adele concert that played three weeks prior. Yeah. But it's to do with the fact of the sort of cricket pitch that they have. Okay. And they had big bash, big bash leagues there, and it was, you know, it was a big thing for the Gabba. And obviously, the men's AFL Lions has been a bit. And BBL this year has been insane. Massive. Pe- people have been flocking to it and yeah. watching it so much of it on TV. That's right. So very popular. So the controversy is that I guess the Queensland stadiums have prioritised. Some this maybe this is a bit subjective. Prioritise their cricketing ground. It is the yeah the pitch yeah um, over the actual AFL women's women's itself. Well, no one can maybe no one considered it. I don't know. Uh, who won the did who won the BBL? Did they do that in the end? Do they have like a final? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a final. It was um Perth, wasn't it? Beach. Was it Perth? Oh, he's going to I don't know. He's going to Anyway, it doesn't out. matter. It wasn't in Brisbane. So, Brisbane weren't in it. So, not playing at the Gabba. They are now having to play 70Ks down the road. On the Gold Coast. At the Metricon, which is the uh, Gold Coast Suns home ground. Yeah. So, that's a team that's not even in AFL Women's. Yeah. No one's played there. No one's played there. Um, they're also playing before the first... Uh, Suns, the first men's Brisbane men's round, and they keep uh, they're saying it's a cur- that day. Media's referring to it as a curtain raiser, <laughs> which 
Oh, curtains makes me laugh. Why? That's a, that's a, um, that's a, another word for vagina. Is it? Yeah, curtains. Oh, yeah, I guess. If you want to be more <laughs> vulgar, you say meat, meat, curtains. Haven't you ever seen those tattoos? Yes, I've heard it, but I haven't yeah, even didn't make that connection. Anyway. Curtain razor makes me laugh. Anyway. So the grand final's <laughs> playing 25th of March, 1pm at Metricon. The men's game is starting at 7 o'clock uh, that night. So the women's play at 1, men play at 7. Yeah. So a few people are saying, no, it's not a curtain razor. Anyway, this is the whole deal. Whose responsibility is it? to have thought this far ahead and made it right? Well, AFLW, Grand Final Briz between Brisbane Lions, yeah, to be played at Metricon. Yeah, yeah. So I think that, oh, a question of competence or prioritisation. I think it's, I think they floated the idea ages ago. And remember when we talked about it? No. You said Metricon offered to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There Metri- was conch- I think it's worse. You're right. I think it's worse because I actually talked about this already. And the Brisbane Lions were like, get the hell out of here. We're going to host our own. We don't, we don't need it. Yeah. But Gil, Gil, McLaughlin, Gil McLaughlin is pissed. He, he said at this uh, latest press conference, thanks for handing this to me, Brendan, Aww. the stadium has had three weeks to prepare the venue and it's difficult to process how the venue is not available to showcase this game, the pinnacle of our AFLW season. Ooh, I'm surprised he's so strong. Uh, the Brisbane Lions CEO as well is, is beside himself. I cannot find my note on it. I can't remember his name. Sorry. doesn't matter. He's, he's furious. He's like, well, what the? Yeah. Um, the. Oh, Jonathan Brown. Sorry. I should, I'm just going to cut in here. Cause Jonathan That's Brown, right. Jonathan Brown says to cut some slack for staging the women's grand final at Metricon. He said, so Jonathan Brown is a, he's a captain. I think he won the grand final during the Brisbane lions last time they won the grand final, which was 2003. And ever since then, hmm. 2001, two and three. Yeah, and one, then two, ever three, since yeah. then, and I think they lost in 2004 grand final. So mm. they tried to make it four and couldn't do it. And then it's just been <laughs> ever since. Ouch. Hey, look, everyone, do- everyone, everyone does their time. I know. Oh, my God. Swans I know. Were f- oh, my God. They were horrific. Those years were awful. Anyway, um, he said that the AFL had the best intentions when it allowed the highest placed winner to stage the decider, but it has slightly backfired. <laughs> They should have had a contingency plan. Well, yeah, no shit. But I just don't think – I don't know. For, for when people talk about how well planned this round, the season's been and all this kind of thing, there have been a few missteps, the floating final, the – well, this choice of ground, not anticipating the – not anticipating the the amount of people that would come to that first round. Anyway, mm. I, um, I, I don't think it's – I don't think – it's not the worst thing to happen. It wasn't great that it's going to be... I wouldn't call it a curtain raiser either, to be honest. Let's stop calling it a curtain raiser. Yeah. It's a game in its own right and it's not... And the people that are going to that game aren't paying... Be- still aren't paying to go yeah, yeah. because they're not paying to see the men's thing. So they're doing a thing like when they did the double header at um, Icon. Clear out. And clear them out, in. come back in. Look, I should say Lee Matthews is also really vocal on it as well. He wrote a tweet and there's been a lot of chat around the tweet. It says Adele. So the, the other comparison is that Etihad hosted Adele uh, the week before. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Well. So he wrote Adele at Etihad. Okay for footy one week later. 
Adele at Gabba, unsafe for footy three weeks later. Who is liable for this embarrassing stuff up? Ooh, so the I difference, I should clear that up. The difference is, is that the uh, Etihad Stadium has a drop-in cricket pitch. It's different to the one that's at the Gabba. The okay. Gabba is like in the ground or whatever the difference is. So, I don't know. Apparently it takes months and months to cultivate. So that's, that's the difference. And so people's argument now is that the Gabba should upgrade its cricket pitch to a drop-in one so there's not these sorts of problems ever again. Okay. So we've talked about pitches for probably as long as we should have because, yeah, anyway, grass is important. Yeah. I'm just saying. I think it's disappointing, but I tweeted – uh, I tweeted a few things out today and the response I got back was we'll have to build a bridge and get over it. Yeah, no. That's like that's like blaming – like people talked a lot about home and away. Oh, you had to travel this week. I'm like, no, you you just put up – you put up or you – Shut up. Yeah, shut up. Put I think up we should have, have the convers- – so today's had the and conversation. And I think all the players – I think all the players would be like, well, yeah, disappointed, but blah, blah, blah. Things can always be better. And it's I no suppose. one's home and it's no one's home advantage. And someone, you know, someone say, oh, we should always be in Melbourne. Like Brendan said, it would be better to be played in Melbourne. I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. They get a better crowd, but you'd have a whole chunk of Brisbane and a whole chunk of Adelaide being absolutely furious. No one would be happy with that decision. I think that's the wrong decision, to be honest. You know what? AFL is one of those things where, or any sport, any decision that's made, there's always someone coming out going, for fuck's sake, Mike, this is hopeless. This is an outrage. There's always outrage. Anyway, most um, of it's on this podcast. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to add about Oh, uh, Someone just wrote one, one comment under Lee Matthews' um, chat and they said, so Lee Matthews is what, 60-year-old? He supports women's football. Nice bandwagon, Lee. Why not jump on board? Lee Matthews has always looked out for number one. I'm wondering what's in women's AFL for him. Um, that was Stephen. I'm sure he's employed. Isn't he employed by the AFL? Doesn't he do commentary? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, Stephen. But I don't like that he referred to uh, women's AFL as jumping on the bandwagon. I didn't like that. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> oh, so, we're, what a dick. That could be so, what about well, his boobs we're, we're, today. That could be what about his boobs. That'll do. Okay, do you want to hear my news? Yeah, sure. AFLW Premiership Rings unveiled ahead no! of the inaugural grand final between Brisbane Lions and Adelaide Crows. Actually, do not make And oh, so my dear sweet Jesus. Are they ugly? Look, I, I am not a fan. I am not a fan of these rings. Now, I'll just read the description. Oh, my God. No, I did see those. I was like, what ad am I looking at? Yeah. I was like, what ad am I looking at? Oh, Brendan likes them. Better than the under-12s medals that (laughs) AFL men's get. Oh, those medals are shit. It is embarrassing. Give them a watch. What do you want a ring for? Okay, look, hold on. Yeah, give them a watch. Read us the article. Okay. The inaugural women's grand final will be played between Brisbane and Adelaide with a venue yet to be decided. With the league set to announce today that the winning side will be presented with the bespoke Mousson jewellery or Musson? Mousson. Must be Mousson. Are you Brendan to know? I don't know. I don't know. I will, I'm, Show me the word. M-U-S-S-O-N. Mousson. We are thrilled with the three-year three year partnership. So we've got three years of these rings. Look, I'm sure that they offered them... Oh, my God. I'm sure that they offered them um, – they said, we want it to look like this. But, okay, so how can you describe – I'll describe it to you. Oh, I haven't seen any um, – I haven't seen any – Okay, all right. <laughs> so, I haven't seen any responses to it yet. Do you know what? 
I like that they're trying to incorporate the AFLW logo. I think that's really innovative. Yes. So they've got the four, the six posts. No, one, sorry, one, two, three, four Four posts. posts. It looks like six because that's the W made from the goal square, which is great. Is it in platinum? It must be platinum. It wouldn't be silver. So they've, oh no, white carrot gold. Very nice. But it's got diamonds in it. Oh. You know... Okay. I'm not big on diamonds. Give them a watch. Give them an awesome watch. Tissot Tissot is their AFL sponsor. I don't know if AFL women's, but... The design is very clean and contemporary. It looks kind of chunky to me. I don't know. Clean and contemporary. It is is a statement, but also a very wearable ring. Mousson creative director Olivia Mousson said... I hope I'm saying her name correctly. Mm. Um, I wanted the ring to be a strong design as it encapsulates the power and determination synonymous with winning a premiership. Well, good for her. Well, good for her. Do you know what? Okay, there are a few comments. Let Uh me just have a I'll agree it's strong. (laughs) It's strong, but I I don't know. Diamonds aren't for everybody. Same as white gold. So, you know, each to their own. Maybe they should have a couple of different um, options. Hmm. Oh, I thought it might be a good time for the AFL to break away from the anachronistic tradition of only rewarding the players that play in the grand final instead of rewarding every player who actually played a game during the season and contributed to the team getting to the grand final in the first place. That's a nice idea. So, like, everyone in the Lions team. Okay. Okay. Um, Any other disparaging comments? Ooh. Rough. I already have heaps of those rings. You can get them outside Woolworths and Coles from the $1 vending machines. You know, the ones where the ring is in the plastic ball. That's a bit rough. Oh, I think that's a bit rough. I, no one cares. Let the real football start. And then someone (gasps) wrote, no one cares what you think, Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Let the real football start. Yes. Um, It already has started. Correct. Yeah. The community. Have you been watching any of the community series? No. I watched a little bit. No. It's okay. It's been good. Yeah, it's been okay. The, this has been, to me, this has been a better ramp up for for people that really, really like AFL. This has been a good little taster for them. I hope I hope people watch it and enjoy it next year. I, I can't wait to compare. Do you know what I'm dreading? The commentary. <laughs> the commentary and the coverage. I know. If only they had more women in women commentating the men's games yeah that's the part of it like the game i'm sure it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be great yeah but it's really given me a different perspective on how things should be run yeah um more diversity more encouragement yeah i agree i'm sorry i'm looking at this ring again i'm thinking <laughs> oh I think I'd need to see it on a hand. You know, Let's when see it you, on a hand and then we'll make then a decision. Then we'll make a decision. So I'm sure there'll be plenty of um, Adelaide Crows tweeting their uh, uh, hands with the rings on it later on. Okay, well. Saturday. Well, do you want to get to the games then? Yeah, let's talk about the games this round okay. and then we'll talk about the grand final. Okay. Okie pokes. So this, uh, so it, it very could have well been Melbourneites. Uh, the D's winning to the grand final. Yes. If they'd got enough, well, two ways. They won their game and we lost ours and they got a, or they got a better percentage uh, than we would have got, even if we won the game. <laughs> oh my God. Did I explain that badly? I don't know. Uh, okay. Let's just talk about the score. <laughs> Melbourne versus Frio uh, at Casey Field. Casey Fields. 
11, 4, 70, 70. Yes. To 2, 4, 16 uh, for Frio. Uh, obviously, the Ds have won by 54 points, which is probably the biggest. That's the biggest gap. Uh, it's the biggest margin. Yes. And then the biggest score was about to be beaten again. Well, it was nearly beaten again. Oh, um, nearly beaten. Crows, Crows came and got 70 as well. So. Yeah. Okay. So this game. No captain for Frio. No. No Cara Donnellan. Donnellan, the best player. So is, she is probably their best player. Horton's 100%. quite good and so is, um, yeah, Horton's quite good and so is, is it Del Poss that was trying to keep it together? Not Del Poss. That's, um, That's GWS. Tis. <laughs> Sorry, excuse the dogs walking past. <laughs> uh, so Melbourne came out swinging. They needed to get, and the reason obviously was because they needed to get their percentage up for their chance to beat the Crows on the grand final. Yeah, they need uh, to really get it up there. They kicked thirty points in the first quarter. Yes, um, there's no question the D's were a stronger team, and they had something to play for. Um, <laughs> the commentary, the commentators were talking about Paxman. Uh, she doesn't watch AFL. Never, Ca- never has. Never has. But she's played ninety percent of the time for the D's this this uh, season. Paxman is. Paxman is, I was going to say she might even be best and fairest. She's, um, she's great. She's just, she is just all over the place. She had, as in all over, not all over the shop in a messy way, all over the shop is in literally everywhere. Yeah. She had the top marks. She was in. A fart uh, in a jar. She had the top kicks. She had the top, not the top. She was in the top five for kicks and marks. (laughs) Elise O'Day was also incredible. She had top disposals. She was in top part of the top kicks. She was top for the handballs. Which one, sorry? Elise O'Day. No she way. was also in the top marks, not in the hitouts. Overall, it was a nice flowing game, mm. uh, up and down each end, not too stagnant, which is funny for the score, but um, I think Frio just couldn't finish, which was, I'm sure, very frustrating. And has been their problem for most of the season. Um, number three, Humphreys. She had an excellent goal in the fourth, um, and she's been an excellent player today is what I wrote. Um, Daisy Pierce was also amazing. Yes, lots as of always. Great, great, really good at keeping people involved and keeping people, um, making people feel part of the team and like, yeah, um, lots of assists. So for when, goals. When she went for her interview, so at the end of the game, she went for her interview with um, uh, Boundary Rider. Can't remember. Narrowly uh, Meadows. They are, was yeah. it Narrowly Meadows? I think so. Um, and she pretty much always want to say Taylor Yoni. <laughs> Taylor. Who was an extra in this in a league of their own? That's a little fun fact there for you. Mm. Um, they are. They she played. The, she played in the Racine Bells. What? It's important. <laughs> the team that actually won that first inaugural. Oh, who's undefeated? Oh, we've got make to, your connection at the end. Okay, I'm trying I'll to make tell the con- story. I'm sorry, go, continue, continue. We're going to talk about that. Remind okay, me. So narrowly, Please don't forget because that'll be really good. <laughs> Narrowly Meadows um, showed her, her percentage on the ground and said, uh, "You didn't make it in percentages, so you've just got to wait and see what happens. I, you've got to wait and see if Adelaide wins their game or loses their game. If you're going to get through," and she said. Uh, this will be the first time I'm going for the pies or something like that. <laughs> I misheard her thinking, go the crows, because I thought she they'd totally lost and just made the crows in my mind. The, <laughs> she was complimenting us. Uh, I'm still getting the crows and the pies confused. Yeah, no, 
She said go she said go pies. But an amazing game by the D's and bad luck you're not in the grand final. Whoops. Hard luck for hard luck for Frio though. They I don't know. I feel well like they didn't finish last. No, they didn't finish last, which brings us to the only televised game of televised. Free to air televised game for this uh, this round, which was GWS and oh GWS and the Bulldogs at Monica Oval, um, nation's capital, Canberra. Big big crowd there, six thousand, sixty four hundred. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, so it was GWS uh, GWS with three to twenty, and were defeated by the Bulldogs. 7-10-52. So quite a convincing win in the end. So this was the dead rubber game, which meant nothing. Yeah, they call it that, dead. That everyone had a whinge on because it was the free-to-wear one. Yeah, that's right. So but in, nothing, theory, so in theory, in no, theory, no points or whatever. But it was good for the it was good for the round. I thought um, it's good to have a game at Manuka because it's a really good field and it was lovely. It's a good pitch and six thousand people. That's fantastic. Yeah, I. It was still really a really. Quite an entertaining game. Um, yes, again. I was very, I was highly entertained. I was really cheering for GWS. I think they've improved dramatically over the whole season. I agree. Yep. Um, Jacinda Barclay and um, Beeson and Nicola Barr were also fantastic. They all played really well. They had great defence. I think Stevenson from GWS had a great has great second effort skills, mm. always getting in there. Swinging that ponytail around like no one's business. Yep. Um, but nothing can seem nothing could seem to beat like Carney and Blackburn. Like it's the Carney and Blackburn show again and again. <laughs> Blackburn is literally I love Blackburn. everywhere on the field. I think she no Carney finished had the final goal in the siren. So the mm. um, they had a few goals. No, they, there was one goal in the first quarter, and then towards the second half. Um, Oh, no, GWS got a couple. And then towards the second half, it was just um, Western Bulldogs all the way. I think um, uh, Lambert, Blackburn, Lamb. Blackburn was top for disposals, kicks and marks. Yeah, so she's everywhere. She's great. Complete freak. Um, Lamb got a really good goal. Lambert got an excellent goal. There was a lot of – from set shots and from the run. So it was all all a real mix and it was all all mix of um, uh, forwards that were – Kicking the goals. Sure. Um, what else could I say? Uh, it didn't feel. I know. Again, this was quite a wide margin, but it didn't feel like a a wide margin in the play. It all felt like they were striving to win. Yeah. GWS. It wasn't dragging. No, I think not it's at the all. main difference between the beginning of the season and the end of the season. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Um. That's all. Yeah, I'm Carney just... finished it off with a goal in the final siren, and that, mm. yeah, sealed it for them. And they played; everyone played really well. Yeah. Um, onto the, onto the excellent, the game excellent that we watched together. Match that we watched together. This was the the uh, hello bear. Sorry, the dogs come. Bears back again. Me. Um, this was our rival round. They saved it right for the last one. How yeah. funny. Uh, so the, um, the score was 10, 10, 70 to Crows, 7, 4, 46 to the, the Magpies. Yes. Unfortunate that they lost. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this game was, this game was fierce. This was the, 
I nearly wrote, I nearly wrote feisty. And I was like, I hate that word <laughs> more than anything. I actually think it's a really sexist, it's a sex, you don't say a man's feisty. I don't know. I kind of want to say, I kind of want to say some of these rounds of feisty. I hate it. So I didn't like AF, feisty. I'm gonna u- I wrote heated. Oh yeah. Heated. Very heated. There were some punches in They'll the punch stomach. Oh, punching each other. Closed fists. Yeah, it was really... It was brutal. It was pretty brutal. Collingwood did not want us to go to the grand final. That was apparent. No, they were, they were definitely, yeah, definitely playing for pride and maybe for points if, they, if they'd... Um, if they were that good, but they haven't been enough. No. Not ha- consistent. Not inconsistent. Not as consistent. Not as consistent, no. Okay. What did you have in your notes? You tell me. Um, okay. <laughs> Plenty of inside 50s... Um, but we couldn't connect. How annoying. Uh, the the um, Collingwood kickouts were not so good, so we kept getting it, but we just weren't finishing at the beginning of the game. This is the second quarter I'm talking about specifically. Um, quick response to uh, the Collingwood team were quick to respond to our goals, so they wouldn't let us go right at the beginning. We eventually got there, obviously. Um, look, Yeah, we McCormack, had a really good start. Yeah, McCormack had an awesome goal in the second quarter and I've written best pony ever. I love her ponytail. She has the same one every week and it's great. Uh, This is the most aggro game I wrote. It really was. There were really... A 31 from the Crows punched someone right in the chest, Um, which is uh, Dana Cox. Ouch. Yeah. She got a free for that. Um, The third quarter was all Collingwood. Um, and they were annoyingly good. Yeah, they did a really good job in the third quarter. And it was very rushed play by us. So we got a bit shook in the third, but then we turned it on in the fourth. We absolutely smashed the hell out of it. Tex Perkins, everything goes, Sarah Perkins. Yeah, everything goes to Perkins and, yeah, they did she a good job. She's so fucking great. I can't get enough. Every week it's like, shut up, stop talking about her. I won't. She's the best. Her and Erin Phillips had such a good. Yeah, Erin Phillips had the top disposals and kicks. She also had. She was came second in the handballs, first in the marks, and she wasn't in the hitouts. But she had a quiet game of it. It all happened in the last quarter. They just got goal, 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 goal. The goal that she kicked. Everyone in the stadium, everyone in the commentary, everyone at home, were like, "Oh, and she's you know." She just put it on a boot like she does and tries for it. It wasn't going anywhere near the goal and it just bent. Yeah. And they and they went, and she's thrown it on the boot and it's bent. Oh, and it's bent. And then it goes through. And then it went through. It just bent. It totally dribbled through. Two Collingwoods couldn't get to oh, it. Oh, they couldn't run to it. And I'm like, run faster. She looked at herself. She, just, she, she looked at herself. She looked, she looked at the crowd. She just kind of like, hey. don't, you think, don't you think she knew what she was doing? So she was a real standout. No. Not on that goal. Erin Phillips. She was a real standout. Oh, we got to talk about marks of the year and Yes. We'll talk about that at the end after we finish yeah, yeah, our, our get, last little game. Yeah, I'll so get that up. Just so, get that up. So top so best players that that game were definitely Erin Phillips and Aaron, Sarah Sarah Perkins. Steph Kiochi did really well this season. She uh, she's this, a small this game, lady. she's very very tiny, but she was always there in the tackles and she was always also yeah, at the talk bo- about your team. at the bottom of the pack. Mo Hope got two goals. Um uh who else was I going to say did a really good job? Um Jess Cameron. The old the Clydesdales were back. <laughs> Jess Cameron <laughs> Uh, Emma King, ha- Meg Hutchins was also really good. We had a great defence. I find um, that complimentary, very, saying Clydesdales. 
I would. Someone called me a Clydesdale would be like, damn right, I'm a workhorse. Cool. I'm not really a workhorse, but if I was, I'd be like, yes. Um, <laughs> give me that. Don't you want to be named after an animal? Mm. <laughs> the shark with the eyes of a bit. Wait, what is it? The eagle with the head of a bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, what animal are you? Um, it's hard to say. I'd probably like maybe a flamingo or... Um, I mean, no, no, I'm mostly a gibbon, I think, mostly because of my long arms. But the, what does that make me? Also a gibbon. We're twins. I'm a fox. Are you? Yep. Okay. Uh-uh. Well, then, well, okay. <laughs> Do you want to expand on that? No. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay, Steph Kiochi was also very good. The Clydesdales were great. So Hutchins... Um, Jess Cameron. Oh, Jess Cameron works so hard. Mm. So does Amelia Bartom, Emma King as well. So tough. They did great tackles, great placement. They never missed a they never missed a target. Very on target this game as well. Yeah. So I was I was highly impressed. I was very I was disappointed, but I'm also I'm I'm happy for Adelaide because um they definitely deserve to be there. I think so. More than the D's? More than the demons, yeah, they've been they've been more consistent through throughout the season of seven weeks. Um, Thingo came out with an infographic, AFLW. Yeah, and I'll just tell you quickly. Yeah, what did you what did you have about the infographic? On uh, it, it said that we scored the highest scoring. Oh, Crows pulled the highest scoring quarter of the season, five point two thirty two points, including two goals each to Aaron Phillips and Sarah Perkins with a twenty four point win. Uh, that was this weekend. So we had the best best scoring quarter, quarter. in the whole season. Mm. And with the cutest photo you've ever seen of those two. I know. Oh, and Ebony Marinoff. Whenever, wherever, yes, wherever Aaron, Marinoff. Marinoff is kind of in the same vein as Kiochi in that wherever the ball's going, she's there and she's under the in the tackles. Mm. And she's also, she's a good, um, wherever Erin Phillips is, Ebony Marinoff is backing her up. Yep. She's always there. And they're very close in the stats together. Phillips and Marinoff are almost the same. Sweet. So, yeah, um, a thrilling a thrilling game. Thrilling. 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 All right, final game of the round. Yes. Let's looky. Carlton versus the Brisbane Lions. God damn. Yeah. What is the percentage chance... Pardon me while my computer loads. What is the percentage chance of having two tied games in a seven-week season of AFL? Granted, it's a shorter game, lower scoring. If one of us could play – well, if one of us had so many – any kind of math skills. Oh, yours yours and maths are pretty good. But we could find out the odds, but (laughs) – I don't know. Either way. Well, we're not that podcast. There's not many podcasts like that, I don't think. Yeah, no. Um, All stats all the time. Look, it was a pretty sad sad score right up till the last... The last it was it was quite the game of it was the game of defense. So it was six. Lauren Arnell was back. Hang on, six Sorry. one thirty seven five seven thirty seven to the Brisbane Lions to the Collingwood. Uh, Collingwood. <laughs> Carlton, Carlton Blues. Blues. Tie game. Tie game. Tie game. So pretty much nothing. It was. It was. I don't think Brisbane really turned it on. So they probably not not till the well. I wouldn't say they didn't turn it on, but they they. 
Brisbane didn't, didn't turn it on. Overextend. No, no. In fact, a lot of after the at the end of the at the end of the game, I think they spoke to Zilke and the captain of the Lions. She was, she and was, she said no, she wasn't was, impressed. I, she was not impressed. She was pretty disappointed, actually. Yeah, she so, was. And I, to be honest, I think they should have lost in order to ramp up their grand final win for next week. I think. I think that's going to play on their minds, but we'll talk about that in the mm, when we mm. get to our tipping. So here am I. So pretty much nothing. Ha- if you didn't see the game, it was very very exciting. So it was pretty much like twelve to thirty, right up to the so really low scoring. Everyone was sort of like whatever. Great marks, Brisbane, great yeah, marks yeah. not not great kicks, not great shots of goal. In fact, I think the inside fifties were still were very very low. Um, mm-hmm. I should say Taylor Harris with that mark over the Carlton player. I think it was that twin, one of the twins that mm. was. She's Taylor Harris got her leg over her shoulder when she came to when she <laughs> she led with her foot and it just went bloop over the shoulder. I have to watch it. Oh my goodness, I missed that one. Um, look, I'll, re- I'll read you. What are you sorry for? Because I was talking over you. No, you weren't. I was talking over you. Hildebrand, her marking was awesome, and then it's not good. She let, came down and hyperextended her knee. <sighs> Ooh, I saw it. Oh God. She was off. I don't know what the status is, but if she's not playing this Hil- week, Hildebrand. Hmm. Yeah, that could be a bit of trouble. I they've got so. a lot of they've got a lot of speed in their side now, even faster. So um, yep. the tra- the um, what seven weeks of running around does for you would, is phenomenal. They've everyone's gotten so much quicker, much quicker. Man, they weren't that slow to start with. Yeah. Um, so what I've done is done like a little. I've written myself some notes from the replay of, of the fourth quarter. So, which was where it all. So Blues were like twelve points, and they and the Brisbane Lions were thirty ish. Brisbane were playing better. Blues couldn't get it. Couldn't catch a trick. Mm. So fourth quarter. I was having a shower by that stage, and then I came back out to watch the. The final quarter. And then I, st- I was standing in my room naked holding the iPad going, oh, my God! Oh, my God! <laughs> Brianna, okay, so start of the fourth quarter. Sorry. Something Continue on. I'm trying. I'm sorry. Fourth quarter, Brianna Davey, foot on the line for a kick out. That's mum's pet peeve. I had to mention it. Ever since Ty Canelli did it in, like, 2007 or whatever, mum's always talked about how Ty put his foot on the kick out. I know. When you're a netballer, you really got to watch your feet. Yeah. Anyway. You know they changed the rules in that for netball? You don't have to put both feet in the circle anymore? Yeah, I do know that. Thank God. Uh, Shame you're not playing this year. You could have really could have really owned that. Mm. It's the only time you ever got pulled up. Gibson, number <laughs> 25, the Lions, uh, field kick goal. So she took a mark and then she she didn't get it from the set shot and then they pretty much did the kick out right to her and she just smashed it in. Yeah. Good for her. Um, the headbutting celebration. So they all went in to congratulate her and, and she got headbutt. She had to go off for a blood rule because ah! of the celebration. Ah! Ouch. See? a few times people go to high five and they get them in the eye or something eight minutes left this is when the blues started scoring so there was a snap from Vessio to Sarah Hoskins number 10 who finished it off and got the goal yeah uh loins fruit of your loins Katie loins number two blues she got a mad goal it brought the score up to 24 37 if you change her name around you get lines anagram I know Lines. I was writing and I was like, this doesn't feel right. 50 metre free to the Blues. Rebecca Privatelli, number nine, 35 metres out. That brought the score up to 30, 37. There were a few. This is all yes. in the last eight minutes. I know. Uh, under two minutes left, one goal in it. While the Lions try to waste some time. Uh-uh. Oh, bad idea. Bad karma. 
the intensity was up. Vessio marks it, passes off to Bianca Jacobson, and a goal for the final 23 seconds. That Jacobson goal was so good. Big fan of Bianca Jacobson. (laughs) She's worked really hard with Darcy Vessio for the Blues this year. And Arnell. So it was all the Blues. And Brianna Davey. The last five minutes. Um, uh, Blues number 13. So the siren, they knew it was a tie game. Siren went, um, who was the number 13? Let me just, let me just. Arnell, Lauren Arnell. That is Arnell, yeah. She's just sort of shaking your head like, yep, that's about right. That's about right. I think all of them were sort of like, yep, all right, of course. So tie games, got to love them, got to hate them. I can't decide if I like the fact that Brisbane got a tied game. I don't know if I'd prefer they'd lost. I think if they lost, they'll probably win this week. That's what I think too. I think if they'd, I think if they'd won, maybe they'd be. I think if they won this week, I think they would definitely lose. Actually, if they got close to, but they've got close to losing, so it might be enough for them to feel like they've lost. The Blues have not been beat. Uh, sorry, they're the only team not to be beat by the Lions, so they've got that forever. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Someone but then, the, but the Lions, Emma Zilke, Zilke still said, oh, we're undefeated still. I'm like, well, yeah, that's true. Technically. Technically. Anyway. I'd rather a loss. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, would you rather a loss? Well, not this week because then we wouldn't have made it. So, no. <laughs> no. But then you wouldn't have made it on, you wouldn't have made it on, um, oh, you still would have made it on percentages. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Sprites. Um. There's a couple of other things in this in this infographic that AFL women's put out. Uh, let me see what's interesting. Six, the number of free kicks Melbourne midfielder Lily Mithen won against Fremantle. No other player received more than three. She's quite she was quite small, so um, she, and she's also the first one in the in the in the um, tackles. So, uh, who do you think had the highest number of disposals in? Um, from the teams of one particular game, um, of one particular on one particular game, yeah, just pick a team who you think would have who would have racked up the most disposals. Probably Melbourne, probably the Demons. The uh, two hundred and seventy, the number of disposals Melbourne collected against Fremantle <gasps> the, of the season. The Demons finished with. I'm a fucking stat genius. <laughs> I don't know about that. You give are me, in this kind. I'll give, give you me that. another well one. Well done. Thank the you. The demons finished with 110 more than the Dockers. Awkward. Yeah. Um, okay. Give me another one. Or is there another one? Am I putting you on the spot? Who's the leading goal? Can, did you see that just now? I think I could sit, still say it's Darcy Vessio. It is Darcy Vessio for the leading goal kicker. Not 14 goals. Who was next? Uh, next would be... Phillips. No. Sarah Perkins. Oh, then. Okay. Number 11. uh, Sorry, 11 kicks. Next up. Phillips. Oh, no. Kate McCarthy. Kate McCarthy. Nine goals. She did great, Kate McCarthy. She's going to be, yeah. Whoa. Mifsud got nine. And then Aaron. Of course. Aaron Phillips got eight. But I think that bodes well for us. uh, Keep kicking those goals, Sarah Perkins. Uh, do, 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 do. Eight, the number of games in the inaugural season decided by a goal or less. Oh, okay. It's not bad out of 23 games. Don't tell me to do maths. Uh, there are also two draws, duh, including the final game of the season between the Blues and Lions. Yeah. La-dee-da. 
So it was a little infographic there. It wasn't quite cute. Yeah. Okay, now get on to who's won our actual final score. Unless... Are we talking about the draw? The uh, tipping comp? The tipping comp. Our family tipping comp. Yes. Colin, Julie... We're going to get the parents in just to talk about the tipping comp. And we'll talk about the grand final and too. Grand we final. Can, we, should we, all we talk can bring together. them in. We can all talk together. Come on in. Hi. Hi. Where's Jules? Uh, on Okay. So how do you think you went? Oh, well, you know how you went yeah. in the tipping comp. Now, nice loud voices. No, you guys should come stand near the mic just to keep it yeah. chill. Keep it chill. Keep so in our first round, first, first season of AFL Women's, the winner of the tipping comp is Anne. Congratulations. Oh, 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 eat it. Unbelievable. Eat it, family. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. And then Colin came second <laughs> on 15 points. Anne won on 18. Colin on 15. Avril on 14. Julie on 10. That's because she was she was loyal to GWS and Fremantle, I think. <laughs> yes, and um, the two yeah. teams you don't want to pick, and the dogs you were loyal to as well. Was. And yeah, it just didn't work out. Okay, so we'll just do a quick a quick whip around. Who's going to win the first grand final of the women's? AFL. Mum, what's your what's your who's going to win the waffle? What's your take? Think about the teams. <laughs> She's thinking about them. I'm thinking. No, but give us a rationale as well. Yeah, talk it out because just a, just a two sentences. Well, I'm just going to go for the um, underdogs. Who's, oh, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> the, um, <laughs> Do you want me to tell you who the teams are? Oh, I know. Brisbane Lions and um, Adelaide. Who's the underdog? Adelaide. Well, technically, I suppose so. Yes. Is it because they've lost two games? <laughs> oh, sorry. Is it because they've lost two games? Oh, I guess it could be, but I, I like them, so I'm going for them. Fair okay. enough. Great. Colin? Uh, look, I was born in Broken Hill, which relates to Adelaide, all the Broken Hillians, yeah. So I decided to go with Adelaide at the beginning of the season. Are they your team too? That's my yes. team, yeah. Mm. Um, and I believe they can still do the job. And I do believe they are the underdogs. Brisbane are a fantastic team. But Don't yeah. you... Go Adelaide. Don't you think it's important that you you know how to lose so you know how to win? Indeed. Gracious losing is all. And I love the way the girls um, meet each other and uh, gather around. That's the something. Two teams at the end. I think that's fantastic. That's a good point. Something we've never talked about, actually. I think they there's, there's hardly any malice, except no. for the, well, the game we played on the week was a bit hectic. But at the end, it's never... I actually think it kind of goes over for the men's as well, to be honest. Yeah, yeah the men sure. seem to handle that quite well too. They don't get too sour about stuff. No. no. And Shmoo, who are you going to pick? Um, I'm thinking. I think Brisbane's Brisbane have Brisbane have great. Uh, they've got great accuracy, and Kate McCarthy is an excellent an excellent um, kicker as well, mm. and they, and their side is very fast. With that injury, they have to um, to uh, the one who hyperextended the one who hyperextended her leg, uh, uh, Hildebrand. Yes, that's a Hild- Hildebrand. Yeah, that's yep. a bit of a worry. I think Zilke is a good captain, and she can sort of she's good at sort of hurting hurting the team. Mm. 
if Sabrina Frederick Traub gets back to full sort of full forward, full full forward, but full um, like medically, she's like fit. Oh yeah, she's not hundred percent because she's had an injury. Because yep. she's had an injury, so I'm a bit. Like, because she was a bit quiet this thing, but this game, but I think she was She's sort of saving it. She was holding it back, saving it. But I don't know whether that's um, maybe that'll work to her advantage. I also think that, um, yeah, winning every single game up until the grand final is bad luck. So I think that's bad luck. I think you need to lose, I really do think you need to lose at least one to want it more. So and to fall at the last hurdle, it's just so it feels so obvious, which is like in um, a league of their own when the Racine Bells have, say- to, have to verse the Rockford Peaches, and with Dottie Henson playing like you, and like Dottie Henson's like you could say like Taylor Harris in this situation, and then does that make me Kit then? That makes you Kit, and this makes me Dottie. All right, obviously mm. we got well Dottie Henson's the eldest anyway, so yeah, but she's married. Yeah, so. <laughs> I was kids up games. Isn't she? No, she, no, she has married. She marries later. <laughs> <laughs> Just because she was. Oh, all the girls are going to get jobs. I really like it here. Oh, she must be gay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sorry. Ro- back to Rockford it. Peaches, Racine Bells. Same sort of situation. Rockford Peaches were a sure thing. They'd been uh, not undefeated throughout the throughout the season, but this is a fictional thing too yeah Yeah, that's true (laughs) who are you Uh, picking oh okay who am I picking um with that said I'm gonna go with Adelaide Crows because I think that overall I think that they have um a better psychologically they have a better uh they have a better uh, team spirit and I think that I think that they work better together Cool. And they and they have speed that's more consistent along all the players. Okay. And I think they take better um, they take better set shots. And if Aaron Aaron Phillips is and Tex and if Aaron Phillips is playing and she's at her at her best, which she almost always is. And we didn't talk about um buddy um Chelsea Randall as well. Oh, oh Chelsea she's Randall, the she's the best. She is she is an athlete times a million yeah she's amazing she's like a demigod anyway um yeah so because of that i think i'll be going the crows i don't know about the margin though i think it'll be oh i hope it's close i hope it's really close <laughs> and goal. very stressful if it's a tie game i can guarantee they'll be playing it a, out there and then if it's a close <laughs> if it's a close game it's going to be adelaide because they've got i think they've got the psychology the psychology behind them to get them over the line I just had a thought to myself. I was like, they're both such good teams. Are they just going to try and play a really shut down game? Get all on top like it was right at the first, at the start of the season. How Everyone was just like, get on top and tackle the hell. Whereas now it's a bit more free flowing. So I hope it doesn't go that way. I hope they just look for as many goals as they possibly can. Yeah, me too. They're I both really good marking teams, so I'm hoping that there's it'll be low handball, it will all contests. I think the contests will be really strong because I have such strong players. The, the matchups, the one-on-ones are going to be, be really good. Um so obviously, I mean it's without. Who was the last who was Taylor Harrison when she played them in the oh, I don't remember. Was she playing Phillips or no, I don't think it was. I'm not sure. I can't tell you, but it, it's yeah, I, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. 
So mm. obviously, I'm I'm going for the Adelaide Crows. My so. my team that and also prediction that I predicted. I think I did, I did it in the first ep. Not the first ep, but the first round. Uh, maybe the first round you made this prediction. That so. Brisbane and Adelaide would be the grand final. Look, and I was correct. I want it to be a good game and I wish I do wish Brisbane the best, but I really do think it's going to be the Crows. I wonder if Metricon will Unless if Kate McCarthy well. steps up and kicks like a million goals. And she might. And Ashmore. Ashmore. For goal of the year, I reckon we'll also win. Mm. Or we'll also post up our the goals and marks. Let's put of the out, year. yeah, we'll put our opinion up on Facebook. I think that's probably the best idea. Yeah, good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet. So, what are Go, you gonna, oh, well, do you know what? The sad thing is, we're not going to watch this game together. No, I'll be I'll be up the coast in Maitland, having a lovely wedding. Having a lovely wedding, but I'm going to watch it before the wedding. So, I'll watch it. I'll call you on the phone. All right, we can talk on the phone. Okay, that's fine. But I actually think I'm going to be really nervous. Yeah, I'm nervous too. I think it's going to be yeah, I think it's going to be fantastic. I just hope they don't put too much pressure on and they and they all just sort of play a really dumbed down game. You know, sometimes the grand final can be so much pressure that they just play a really flat game. I just want it to be whoever wins, I want it to be a, f- a fantastic. That's all I want. Fantastical. I'm I'm willing to even give up the the win to have the best grand final AFLW it can game yeah, it can 100%. be. 100%. I agree. I agree. That's what I want more than anything, even to lose my tips. I've won the tipping comp now, so now I don't care. <laughs> Love it. Oh, well, I hope we get there. Um, I don't think there's much more to say than that. Go, go, uh, go Crows. Yeah, go Crows. You can sing the song with me. Okay. We're the pride of South Australia. We're the mighty LA Crows. That'll do. Okay. Thanks very much. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. The Brisbane Lions. No. You'll hear the mighty roar. Roar. (laughs) Roar. You know, like in... There's a pride of gay lions. Hey, guys, it's so super to see you. Roar. Roar. Oh, yeah. Oh, the crowd. crowd. We did say bye, but we're going to just also estimate the crowd. Oh, God. It's hard to say now that it's at Metricon. I think it's ruined that. I think it's sort of ruined. I reckon it could have been a lot bigger, but Gold Coast might bring them in. Who knows? I'm going to say... What can Metricon I was so wrong the first one. So Metricon hold 28. I don't think it's going to be that many. 18? I'm going to say 20,000. Bugger it. Okay. Best of luck. Are you going to play us out? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Nice. All right. Go Crows! Go, good, go AFLW. <laughs> yes, go AFLW. That's good. Still haven't posted that coyote ugly thing. You're unbelievable. What the fuck? Me, 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 me. What the fuck? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm so hot. (laughs) Pregnancy. I'm dying. I'm like itchy and hot. Now I want to move to the Facebook lives. We're not talking about the match. Okay.